Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. Um, here we are. What episode is this? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this is season 13, episode four. No, like how many episodes have we done? 90. We're really close this to This is 100. our 96th. Oh yeah, this happy Halloween 96th. too. It's Halloween right now when we recorded this. I'm surprised you're not out and about. Uh, doing whatever spooky bitches like you do. Halloween was on the weekend. That's what I'm saying. Like I fuck it. Halloween yeah, was on the weekend. That's what I it's on a Monday now. Yeah. I we had a show in Omaha and one in Lawrence, and it was. I'm so sore from both of those days. It was. Um, it was a good time, it, dude. It was the fucking weirdest thing though. So there was this guy. So we played at a different. I'm not gonna name names, but we played at a different venue in Omaha than we usually do. And there was a certain guy on staff there all day who was super cool the entire day. Excuse me. Super cool the entire day. And then, you know, the show starts and he's being real nice, whatever. The show starts. And then um, we're on stage doing our, because if you don't know how emo nights work, we play the first five songs with just me and Austin on stage. And then we invite everybody else up on stage. So we're doing the first five songs. And, uh... Off to the side is our little group. So there's like there's soup. There's there's Austin's friend Chris. There's a couple other people. Well, this guy comes up to and it, about about the time same time we we ask people to come up on stage. This guy comes up to like soup and Chris and like grabs Chris and is like, "You need to get the fuck off stage right now." And it's the same guy from earlier before that was just been super cool or whatever. And Chris is like, "Whoa, I'm sorry." And he was like, "I don't give a fuck who you're with. Get the fuck off the stage." And I didn't see this happen. Soup told me about it later, and I went and got awesome. I was like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? Um, and apparently he also did it to Austin's uh, girlfriend and, and her group of friends. Were like, He was like, you need to fucking get off stage. I don't give a fuck who you're with, blah, 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 blah. And, and, what and, the fuck? Dude, yeah, I, I don't know. And he like What's worked he doing? there. And uh I was, it, we, the show ended, and I was walking back inside from outside smoking a cigarette, and he comes walking out the front, he's like walking across like the bar area, oh my god, walking across the bar area, and he's got a cigarette in his mouth, he's just like fucking puffing on the cigarette, and like just like bursts out the door and goes home, and I'm just like, like a fucking werewolf, like you were fine during the day, and now you're out of your mind it, it made sounds no like sense. something was wearing off yeah it sounds like something that's, was wearing what, off. that's exactly what or i said kicking in that's what i said when when i when they told me about yeah. that i was like he was probably coked out of his mind or some shit like that and it, yeah dick when he's on cocaine i would guess yeah that he was had his day he's a nice guy and then the work part comes late and he's tired and he does some blow and he is just a huge prick. About yeah. It. Just a huge asshole. It was, it was weird though. I was like, but it, it, it came on so strong. It's like, why, especially to the people who are running the show to be like, for you to be like that instead of, and granted it was never to me or Austin, but just to, instead of being like, Hey, you know, and everybody he did it to had wristbands on that, 
gave them all access to the venue. So it's like, in not even looking at the wristbands, and also like not even being like, "Hey, you can't be back here." Oh, you're part of the crew. No worries. Not I know. It's like zero He's just to like 100. not doing his job yeah. right at all. Yeah, I am absolutely uh, baffled. That reminds me of that dude who got fired at that place you and I used to work at for being on meth at work. And like, oh yeah, yeah. He, he was a super cool dude, super nice guy, and dude, great worker. Go figure. Yeah. And uh, he was just like when he was working the front of the place that we were working at, uh, he was like starting to get real jittery, and he's like scratching a lot, and just like just being really weird. And and people were coming in and being like, "What's that fucking guy yeah, deal?" Yeah. Like they were like noticing how weird he was, and he got confronted about it, and he just left and just quit. I right gotta do what there. you gotta do, I guess. I was like, "All right, shit, whatever." That was weird. I don't know if that you was really back weird. from that. There was also the guy that uh, there was a dude that we used to work with. I don't know if you ever worked with him. Um, he was an older cat, bigger guy. Um, you, you know what? I don't give a fuck. His name was Ben, Ben uh, Eaton, I think, or something like that. I'm going to call him out. Cause I think I know what you're shit. talking about. Um, there was, so I was on, and, and I had worked with this dude multiple times and never got like a bad vibe from him or anything like that. Like we would sit there, smoke cigarettes, talk about like music and shit. And I posted. Oh, I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. I and I posted talking. a Facebook status about like shitty fucking like white nationalists or whatever, and like a couple of my friends who are people of color comments on it. And he just went on this huge like white supremacist tirade of like, I hope a bunch of fucking white nationalists come to where you live and drag you across town. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, like Holy shit! <laughs> fucking way out of left field with that. What's wrong with you? My God, that threw me off. And then funny, funny enough, I had that dude's number in my phone, and it's nine one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it's I had that dude's number in my phone, and I meant to text Ben Manry. And that dude's name was also Ben, so I thought that Ben, I because I only talked to fucking Manry on like Snapchat, so like I thought I had yeah. Manry's phone number, so I and it was that guy, and I texted him, and I was like, "Hey, where are you at?" And he was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I was like, "This is not, yeah, yeah." I was like, "This is not who I think it is." Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, this shit, fucking was wild. I'll never have a job where I meet people like that again. Probably. I know, yeah, that's how I like. I I, I think that part of my life is probably over. I don't know if that makes me sad. I, I think it is good sometimes yeah. to meet people like that. I think maybe it's good to have done it. I don't know if you have to do it all the time anymore. I am, uh, you know, I am fortunate that I have a job. I have a multiple jobs apparently, but I have a job where I meet people like that, but I don't have to work with them. Like, yeah, like they'll like uh, the people that come up to me at shows and stuff like that. I'm like, and, and nine times out of ten, everybody's cool and nice and everything. And like, we have a good conversation and, and it's badass. But there's a couple times where I'm just like, what's like, what's up with you, buddy? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, this is a, a weird situation you, uh, you've put me into. You watch Andrew Tate? You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was a there was a girl at the Omaha show where she had like wandered her way behind the DJ booth and was just like talking up a storm to me. And I didn't want to be a dick and be like, fuck off. But like, she was obviously like drunk out of like fucking 
hammered out of her mind and she was just like yeah you know you know if you want to do this and this and you can just do this and i'm like yeah that's a good time yeah and austin looks over at me and i gave him like the signal of like get this person away from me and he was like all right you gotta go you gotta you gotta get up on (laughs) out of here get out of here yeah get up on it and her friends came and like um wrangled her in and then they would they stood in front of the dj booth and you would see her try to turn around to come back behind it and talk to me and her friends would just like put their arms out around her and like cattle like shoot dog her back into the crowd (laughs) no 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 honey over here hey watch the lights yeah yeah exactly wiggle (laughs) yeah jingle the keys i remember one time we were uh, watching we were working a show I was uh, security and it was a rave. So people were dropping like flies. Yeah. And there was, there was two girls were fucking wasted on a bunch of stuff. I'm sure. And they were like dancing kind of, and we were watching them and we're like, wait, what's going on over there? And one of them was kind of not really moving her feet. And we're like, they're kind of just leaning against each other, but that seems okay. And then we saw that one friend was just holding up the other girl. Dude, what? Like, get yeah, out of here. You can't, yeah. If you're, like, not able to hold <laughs> yourself up. you weekend and burning at yeah. this point right now. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Fucking go on and get. There was one time I was roaming security, and uh, I was walking around, and this is at the place we used to work at, and... Uh, I think I can't remember if it was Gammon or somebody else, but they were like waving. They were like snapping their fingers at me, and I was like, "What? What's going on?" So I walk over there, and he's like pointing at this dude in front of the front of house, and he's just like peeing in a trash can. And I'm like, "Dude, wait, uh, at a rave, obviously, because that's the only time yeah. people act up." I've oh, never DJ. Yeah, raves and hip hop shows. Hip hop shows that have we talked about this, but hip hop shows that have a younger crowd are those are the two that are like the fucking like, worst things to work hip-hop shows with a younger crowd i'm like i'm gonna have to probably get in a fight with somebody yeah. and a rave i'm like i'm gonna have to pick people out of their own fucking yeah vomit. yeah uh but yeah this guy was just peeing in a trash can so i like grabbed wait for him to finish well i grabbed his pants and pulled them up and <laughs> made him piss all over himself and then i was like get the fuck out of my venue <laughs> that's a good one yeah, that's, uh, yeah i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna be so brazen to whip it out and piss in one of our trash cans you're gonna face consequences for it i simply wouldn't w- take the risk of his pee getting on yeah i don't my care thing. yeah i i respect it i understand that but <laughs> all I, part of the yeah, job yeah brother. and it's all part of the bit like i need that sweet sweet like vengeance to i need him to feel that's true silly that's for true. peeing all no, over I, himself <laughs> I needs to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> I miss uh, sometimes I do I miss did, working at that place. A little bit. It's exciting. It was different. It was also often the most boring job I'd ever had. Yeah. And you can't plan your life and you don't make any money. And sometimes people punch your jaw right out yeah. of its socket. Yeah, it is. And true. I didn't like that. I think the only plus like side that. was I never had to pay for like weed because I would just take it from people who were smoking in the venue. Oh, like, plus it was just floating around yeah, there all the time. Oh yeah, was, this is mine. I would like, I kind of like looked like I blended in with the crowd too. So if I was on roaming, I would just like squeeze my way through the crowd and like yeah we're having a good time and then i would see somebody Rock like roll, start start getting ready to fucking light that bad boy up and i just stand behind him and then they would light it up and i would <laughs> take it out of their mouth and be like this is mine now they'd be like what the fuck and i'd be like i'm staff and then i would just walk away with it 
And it's funny because they're like, give it back. And I'm like, simply no, sir. Yeah, you no. You can't just do drugs in the building. It's, it, yeah, and, and as as much as like, as cool as it is, you it's just constant. can't do it. And it's, I, and I can't give you drugs. Yeah, back. yeah, like, I no, can't. I yeah. Know. And those were my favorite rebuttals of like, hey, give that back. Or of when we'd be like, hey, you got to go. And they'd be like, I'm not going anywhere. As if we'd just be like, all right, sounds good. You're staying right where you are. You passed the test. It was a test. We yeah. you got us. We can't, yeah. It was always uh, uh, either you're going to leave voluntarily, we're going to make you leave, or the cops are going to make you leave. Yeah. Pretty much never. Oh, no one opted for the cops. Yeah. Never really got that. Yeah. Most either, people don't want to get involved with the cops. No, but they want to see how many you. people they can get in a fight with. Yeah. Yeah. Before the cops get involved. Which is annoying. Yeah, or unrelated completely. But how do you feel about uh, our now empire secured by uh, Lord Elon Musk? Rat, dude. I don't. (laughs) Twitter as his own company now. I was talking about that, and uh, I we were during our Lawrence show. Excuse me, I was talking to Austin, and I was like, yeah, he reinstated fucking Kanye West's Twitter account. He was like, Austin was like, no way he'd do, like, no way. We'd know if he was back on Twitter, and I showed him. I was like, no, his account is back. Like, it's, it's. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really bad. I just saw that he, he, he got rid of the board of directors. Yeah, yes. Obviously. I mean obviously yeah that's i mean i i feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting because we've never seen any of the like modern pillars of the internet like collapse in a while yeah you know like i'd say maybe myspace kind of i don't know can you think of one that was like a big one that we just aim i mean vine which reminds me i had a vine kind of just like well, that's Biden, kind of its own. They, yeah, they couldn't they couldn't make money. That's why. But I saw a tweet from Elon Musk that was like, "Should I bring Vine back? Yes or no?" And it's like, that is the most. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. That is the most like, I don't want to say boomer shit, but like old millennial. Like only older millennials want Vine back. There's no reason to bring Vine back. We have TikTok. Like it's it it would be dead on arrival I, that is know. vine know. vine yeah. is a stillborn baby i'm sorry it is it is oh absolutely it is done like elon, elon musk just does he he hasn't heard what people think is cool for, he, you know it's filtered up to like a 50 60 year how old is elon musk i don't know like I, fucking divorced dad age 51 that's a rough 51 yeah. my guy <laughs> that is a rough 51 i can't believe the arc that dude has taken. It's, just, dude, it's it's, it's so crazy. I've never, crazy. I never would expect it. I mean, I think all billionaires are inherently absolute bags of garbage, but his is like such a flagrant, like I'm going to be an obnoxious bag of garbage, but also like try to pretend to be cool. You know? Yeah. I hate that. Stop it. You know who doesn't pretend to be cool? You know who's pure and pure through straight shooter evil dragon is Jeff Bezos. He doesn't yeah. pretend. No, he doesn't. Jeff Bezos doesn't. No. I can I can He's respect like, I want to go to space. I don't yeah. care if you think my ship looks like a penis. I want to go to space. I can and respect that. Does. I can respect that. Yeah. He's just like He's I'm not gonna... like out here tweeting, what's up, fellow kids? Yeah. Like, yeah no, because yeah, yeah. we hate you. 
we uh i respect that he's just like i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want to do fuck you guys i don't care what you think about me i have all this money you don't eat shit and you're still gonna use my platform so bye bye yeah. but elon musk is like oh please like me and yeah. put everything you let me pay the, the simpsons elon to musk. say i'm cool oh yeah or snl too oh yeah i forgot about that that I think everybody tried to purge it from their collective memories. Yeah, I was I mean, actually I was actually watching a documentary, um, uh, documentary about Chris Farley and his time on SNL and stuff like that. R.I.P. to a real one. I fucking R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah, R.I.P. to a real one. Um, I absolutely love Chris Farley. He's one of my favorite comedians growing up. And then oh, oh yeah. Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Um, and then. I was driving because that's all I do around. That's all I do is drive now. It's pretty true. Yeah, but uh, uh, Conan O'Brien did an interview with um, Kevin Nealon, who is uh, super, <laughs> um, is an incredibly funny actor and comedian. And like, I listen to a lot of his podcasts because he has, you know, he's got a bunch of cool people that come on it and talk about their lives and Kevin stuff like that. Nealon. Yeah. He's one of that's the dudes that's like you're a pick. He's, I mean, he, he. I don't know. He's a pretty. He's been a pretty big comedian, um, but I've never seen. I've never seen a a, um, a a interview that Conan does on this podcast like that. Just go completely off the rails. Um, oh, just wow. a, 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 like. Kevin Nealon would not stay on, like, in a funny way, just, like, wouldn't stay on topic. Like, he would do this thing where he would, like, Conan would try to be serious, and he would just, like, do some dumb shit. Like, he would interrupt him, or, like, after Conan said something, Kevin Nealon would be like, all right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and uh, we'll be back. And Conan would have to be like, no, we're not taking a quick commercial <laughs> <Yeah. We> don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, though. I 10 out of 10 recommend. Uh... And did you also see that someone tried to kill Nancy Pelosi and ended up just beating her husband with a hammer? What? Instead? Why? What? What? No. Yeah, that happened on Saturday, I believe it was. Uh, this dude showed up, and the story timeline's a little weird because he like shows up somehow. I think his name's Paul. Convinces or uh, like tricks the dude so he can call the police, and he's spoke in code which i assume he was pretending to call someone else yeah and then the police show up and they're like mid grapple for the hammer and at this point nothing terrible has happened yeah to paul i gotta make sure that's right so paul's the right? hammer guy or no, no paul is paul is the husband okay yeah, okay it is paul okay yeah uh so hey so the police show up and paul and the man are like grappling for the hammer and the the police are like, put the fucking hammer down, and Paul lets go of it, and then he gets clubbed with the fucking hammer. What? Right in front of the police. What? Right in front of the police. Really? And they didn't even shoot him. Yeah, I did. What? Those guys will shoot all the wrong people. Sounds like I a white guy. Sounds like a white guy was wielding hey, the sir, hammer. Hey, sir, put that down. Yeah. Sir, not even, please, yeah. put, put it down. <laughs> not even a taser or nothing. Just like, sir, That's come on. Crazy. Stop. You're being a silly goose right now. Just let's talk come about on. this. Oh, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't hit him again. How, how old come is on. Nancy Pelosi's husband? 
like 80 something. Damn. He's like 82. He fought a guy off with a hammer, uh, though. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty stout. It's pretty stout, eighty-two year old. Yeah, he seems like he's in he's in decent enough shape. But he I got, guess also uh, when you're like brain surgery though, so he oh, did damn. get clobbered. Yeah, yeah, holy shit! I mean, he's eighty-two, so you get hit in the head with a hammer, and you know that's almost donezo for you. Uh, I can't, you know you'd think so, but my uh, grandma tried to kill herself with a hammer, and uh, it didn't work. She it just bounced off. I don't know if he can really. I don't know. Maybe our skulls just. I I feel like you'd be surprised. You need a lot of. Um, you would need a lot of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, willpower. Willpower to break your own skull with a hammer. I think if you're willing to swing it once, you got to be. I don't know. That just yeah, seems like a lot of like, willpower already. You know. But also, when I'm like when I want to kill myself, the hammer is not the first item I no. look at for that. I no. mean. No, she all. ended up hanging herself. So she <laughs> figured something else. <laughs> uh, that's sad, I know. But, you know, she's, she was an old lady. Her husband died. She was tired. She Fuck, was dude, she was that's done. tough. That's yeah. why. I, she was done. Bro, I fully believe in medically assisted suicide. Like, if you want to punch I out. I mean, I don't think her situation is one that they would let do. You're basically talking the fucking Futurama suicide booth. Pretty much, yeah. Know. Yeah, if you want to check out, fucking come on down. We'll send you over I, to Rainbow Bridge. There's obviously reasons we shouldn't do it, and they're a terrible idea. But if we did them, it'd be interesting to see. You know, I feel like people would just be racing to those things. All yeah, the time. I do too. I don't like think a line at Chipotle. I don't. I don't think the the <laughs> Futurama style suicide booths would be the way I'd go about it. But I do believe it's right on the corner. Yeah, screen. just like <laughs> like yeah, corner, I, yeah. It costs like five bucks. You get to choose the way to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> but also, Eight who seven. would have the job of like? cleaning those when they're done no i just you just drop them into like an incinerator you know oh, that's fair done. Yeah, do, do they pre-package your cremated remains or like i can I imagine they just fucking pack them into soap or something they don't give a shit if you're using the street street booth you're relinquishing your rights that's yeah, gonna I guess turn that's it fair. into industrial they, they package you to, into soap and sell you on amazon.com baby uh, keep your loved ones with you when they go uh, so probably should get started. Yeah, mine's really long. Probably. Yeah, who's um, going first? I don't remember. Speaking, I don't know. What did we do last time? I feel like I go we first. Covered, this time. Wasn't the diamond hoax the I last think, one? No, the banknotes, the Portugal banknotes. Oh yeah, I think I went first. Yeah, I, I think, think I go turn. first this time. Uh, speaking of. Uh, sewer slide though one of the first things my drill sergeant ever said to us when we got to uh basic training was if you're gonna kill yourself um don't shoot yourself in the head because your battle buddy has to clean out that helmet when you're done be a man like my aunt was and shoot yourself in the heart and i was like all right <laughs> here we are <laughs> well, the army seems like a weird place yeah it is it's not it's not a vibe you know if you were to if you were to ask me i don't know i just not quite the vibe but you know you got to do what you got to do sometimes you start a joke and you're in too deep and you have to follow through with your enlistment. Um, you got <laughs> That's what happened. Gotta be seen through. So um, today I'm going to be talking about, um, I'm going to do a little bit of a different approach to our season. So the past few episodes we've covered like these really cool hoaxes and 
frauds and whatnot. So I thought I would go a little out of the lines because I've noticed that a trend with our seasons is I'm usually the one that goes outside of the box, and then that just kind of opens the realm up to yeah. a lot of other things for us. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna um. I'm going to be covering an interaction that was appropriately titled Busted, quote, Busted, uh, on a website called 419eater.com. So uh, this, if you don't know, I'm going to explain to you what that name means. So this fraud involves a 419 scam. So if you couldn't tell, uh, a 419 scam is basically the, quote, Nigerian prince scam. Um, it's another name for it is the advanced fee scam. Basically what happens is in a stereotypical manner, a Nigerian prince or someone very wealthy will um, send you an email, tell you that they are dying and they've got all this money. He wants to distribute, make other people wealthy, but he needs you to do it for some reason. Some guy in Ohio. Um, and you agree to go through the proper channels for this and you end up paying like a, quote, bank fee or something up front uh, to get said millions and millions of dollars and once you've paid those upfront fees to your scammer they leave and you've just lost a bunch of money so it's called the 419 scam because the section 419 of the nigerian criminal code makes this type of fraud illegal that's why they call it that um it's actually funny because i watched a vice documentary on these scammers uh in you know this part of africa and uh-huh. it's crazy how, oh, I uh, I forgot what they called themselves. They called themselves like Sawakawa boys or something like that. And it was like a culture around scamming people on the internet. And um, they're like, uh, uh, you know, they're super into like spiritualism too. So if they want to ha- hit a good scam, they'll go to like a like a, a shaman or whatever and get blessed and everything. And apparently. There's this movie uh, director, I, I use that term loosely, in the area who has created a bunch of films strictly around uh, scamming and, quote, gangsters, and they're called, like, Saw- Sawakawa Boys or something like that. I think they're up to number, like, eight or nine. Uh, but they're very bare bones. There's not a lot of production. It's like, how fast can we crank these out? And they are gold. So, um at the bare bones of this, 419 uh, Eater is a website where users submit their stories of scam baiting scammers and making them do all kinds of wild shit. So I wrote that in the beginning. I, Looking more at 419 Eater, I think it might just be one guy who is using his free time to fuck with scammers as much as he can. Because uh, it seems like a lot of the submissions are from him, and this is kind of like his hobby. Um, yeah. So that man uh, goes by the name of Shiver Me Timbers. That is his online name. Excellent. Um, it's fantastic. So, uh, so opening this whole interaction, we have our title, which is busted, and then we have our scammer, whose name is Oni Obo, uh, location Lagos, Nigeria, and we have our man, the him, man, the myth, the legend, Shiver Me Timbers. Uh, is playing the role of this scam baiter. So our initial email comes from Oboe, and it goes like this. Hello, my friend. I hope this day finds you well. I am Oni Oboe, a merchant in Nigeria. I have been diagnosed with, with es- uh, <laughs> esophagal cancer. Um, I don't know how to say that word correctly. Esophagal. There it is. Cancer. Um, it has defied all forms of medical treatment, and right now I have only about a few months to live, according to medical experts. 
I have not particularly lived my life so well, as I never really cared for anyone, not even myself, but my business. Though I am very rich, I was never generous. I was always hostile to people and only focused on my business, as that was the only thing I cared for. But now I regret all this, as I know, as I now know that there is more to life than just wanting to have or make all the money in the world. I guess. Um, sure. Not buying it. Uh, now that yeah. God is about to call me, I have willed and given most of my property and assets to my immediate and extended family members, as well as a, clo- a few close friends. I want God to be merciful to me and accept my soul. I have decided to give also to charity organizations, as I want this to be one of the last good deeds I do on earth. So far, I have distributed money to some charity organizations in the UAE, Algeria, Sudan, Europe, and Kenya. Now that my health has deteriorated so badly, I cannot do this myself anymore. I once asked members of my family so close... uh, uh, I want to ask members of my family so close. One of my accounts, uh, this is, there's a lot of spelling errors here and grammatical yeah. errors. Just, yeah, just a heads up. Um, one, one of my accounts and distribute the money, which I have there to charity organizations in Bulgaria and Pakistan. They refused and kept the money to themselves. Hence, I do not trust them anymore, as they seem not to be contented with what I have left for him. Uh, left for them. I will want you to help me collect my last deposit and dispatched it to charity organizations which I deposited in security slash finance houses abroad, which no one knows of this, I'm sorry, which no one knows of is the huge cash deposit of 12800000 US dollars. I have set aside 25% for you and then 5% for any expenses incurred. If you are interested, please send your prompt reply to my private email address below, which you will have to reply to if you will be so kindly to exist, uh, assist. God bless you, Oniobo. So, so it doesn't address why it's that guy. Yeah, no, not at all. You know, yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> For anyone to believe this. Um, so basically, it's a typical scam email. So Timber goes to say that along with this email. Our scammer friend has attached some pretty disturbing images of a man who is in a hospital bed and fucking knocking on death's door. He says that many scam baiters will be familiar with these photographs as they are, uh, as they have been sent by hundreds of scammers all over the internet. And scam baiters actually know who the real guy is that, that is in these photos that these scammers are using. Um, and he sadly passed away in oh. 2005. And that unfortunately, the real the the real patient, his wife. Uh, has become aware that scammers have been using her husband's photographs, which is also tragic. Um, that sucks. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. Like it is. What a weird, shitty thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is hella rough. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, so Timbers decides that this scammer is a real piece of shit. And he's going to have some fun with him. So he responds to his email saying, Dear Mr. Oboe, thank you very much for your very interesting email. However, I'm afraid that I will be unable to help you at this time. These next three months are by far the busiest and most profitable profitable period for my company and i cannot give any time to anything other than finding new artwork for our galleries especially wooden carvings you may already know of me since it was you that contacted me my name is brian anthony and i am the director of brian anthony fine arts and artist scholarships we are dealers in fine art and ethnic art from all over the world we run eight art galleries and two scholarship centers here in the UK. We also offer scholarship donations to aid up to aid up and coming new artists who may otherwise not have the financial means to be able to produce or improve upon their work. 
Our scholarship payments range from between $25,000 and $150,000, depending on the potential of the artist. I am sorry, but I am unable to enter into our business proposition at this time. However, if you have any contacts in your part of the world who may be an artist that, th- that you think may benefit from our financial help, then I would be very interested to be put in touch with them. We are especially very keen on promoting new artists with experiences in wood carving, and we'll be happy to offer a very generous $25,000 to $150,000 scholarship package to a young or old artist with good potential who may benefit from our help. Um, you may see some very of, bizarre counter offer, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you may see some of our latest recipients of the award on our website. You just click the link to this page to our own pa- our homepage, which is a website he set up for this specific thing. Uh, if you know of an artist who would benefit from our financial help and who would be prepared to produce work for us to sell or promote, then please let me know. Again, I'm sorry that I'm unable to help you in your proposition at this time, but I wish you luck in finding someone to help you. Sincerely, uh, Brian Anthony, director of blah 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 blah. So our scammer uh, oboe does not reply for two weeks. I mean, he's got a, a esophageal cancer. He's not going to death door, man. So uh, at this point, Timbers kind of just tanks, thinks that the dude's not interested and has moved along. But two weeks later, he gets an email titled, I would accept your, and that's all it says, the, the title at least. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So he gets an email that says, Dear Mr. Anthony, it give me great pleasure to discover you, since this had being my unending quest. Sir, I do request your sponsorship in my artistic career. Um, and then in parentheticals, Timbers writes, What career? You're going to be dead in a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> it, the oboe goes on to say, I own an art studio here in Nigeria and would be glad should you count me worthy of your donation. Thanks, Oni Oboe. So Timbers is like, hell fucking yeah, boys, we got him. Uh, so he's mulling around ideas of how he wants to fuck with this dude and, and decides that he's going to have this dude carve a wooden statue of his own head. So Timbers' is head. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm, not, I'm trying not to copy-paste too many of the emails because, like I said, this whole thing was just him showing all the email interactions. Um because another also kind of fucking lengthy, but basically he tells the scammer that his emails come late and they have they have nearly completed their full quota for sponsorships and donations, and that they are currently only looking for artists who carve busts. He goes on to explain how their <laughs> how their procedure works, which is basically they need proof of their abilities as an artist. They'll submit sample photographs um, of a uh, of of an item they wish for the scammer to carve, and then the completed work will be sent to their office for evaluation, and you'll be awarded money based on your skill and potential, and that the, their donation payment ranges again from 25000 to 150000 He goes on to say that when they receive satisfactory piece, uh, a satisfactory piece of artwork, his four board members will gauge the quality and decide what size of donation they want to make, and the decision is usually made within 24 hours of receiving the art. He also makes it very clear that the artwork has to be shipped to them, and no payment whatsoever can be given in advance, but the shipping charges will be refunded in full, but only once they've received the sample. So our scammer boy is fully torqued. Um, He says he's going to do it. He asked for the sample images and details, so... Timbers sends over sample photos and specifications. It's basically just a, a, a like a couple headshots of Timber himself. 
Um, he says the carving size can be any the carving can be any size you choose, but it has to be a minimum of ten inches along the longest height, but no longer than eighteen inches. So he's just giving this dude a lot of like run around instructions just to make it as confusing as possible. So he goes on to say the carving can be any type of wood you choose, but 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 it must not be painted. And uh, he goes on to list some various types of wood like mahogany, cherry, walnut. Uh, it, I also found it hilarious that since um, they're sending, since he's sending the scammer pictures of himself, he said he had a cover. Uh, he had to make a cover story of who this person was, and uh, he says like they were basically this picture is someone, uh, one of the board members whose name was Mister Peter Lord, um, so Mister Dick Lord. And, uh, yeah, so he sends Oboe these photos, and Oboe says, you know what, I've already started working on the carving, don't you worry, you're gonna get this, I I got you. Guy's Uh, got a can-do attitude. Dude, yeah, for someone who is is about to be dead from cancer, he is, he is hot on it. So, I mean, even for a scammer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he thinks he's gonna get 25,000, at least $25,000, so he's like... This is my payday. But like a scholarship thing, I don't know. Well, the way Timbers made it sound is that it's not really like a scholarship. It's like we just give you money and you oh, like make, a grant make art. Yeah, 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 you make artwork for us. So a um, few more email exchanges. Obos basically telling Timbers it's going to take a minute to ship because it's got to go through customs and abide by the laws where he lives in regards to shipping art couple weeks go by and the bus finally shows up and honestly it's not fucking bad it is not bad at all i wonder actually let me see it shit hold on let me uh let me get this picture for you i had it all saved on my other computer but i fucking forgot to move it all over here um it's not bad looking i'll send you one photo but it's like also like super apparent that this dude fucking um just got somebody to to uh, carve this for him uh hold that's on pretty one. incredible i mean well, that's, a, that's a rare opportunity if you're to like a free bust of yeah yourself. if i mean i guess if you're fucking offering twenty five thousand dollars uh big man there we go i just sent it in chat hold on just kidding now i sent it in chat um it's pretty good it's not bad it's we'll have to post this to the, in, to, to wait the, i did i i miss that i i I ate some uh, funny herbs earlier. Uh, <laughs> did I miss something? Why did he did he know that he could carve wood? No. So so that was a random submission so, that he gives this guy. So it, it, he he chose the wood carving as the medium for this scam bait. Obo says he can do it, but it's not really Obo doing this. He goes and hires some other like wood carving artist to do this and is like hey this guy's gonna pay oh, me okay. twenty five thousand for this you should do this i'll like, give you money what a no. weird yeah like, no, 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 no yeah yeah that this guy could just do that yeah i get, I get yeah i get what you're saying okay um, so, so it's pretty good though it's not bad it's it's a he got a good artist to do that the eyes are a little goofy yeah a little wonky little wonky uh um, yeah i mean that's decent so is that really wood that's it, it looks like stone, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but you can see like the weird cracks color. in the forehead or whatever. Yeah. Hold on, I got a burp. Excuse me. Um, so he basically said it's gonna take me a minute to ship, gotta go through customs, blah 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 blah. A couple weeks go by, bus finally shows up, and it's pretty fucking good. So 
I will be stoned. It's a, and, and so Timbers goes on to say that like this is obvious that this guy hired somebody. Um, that, that it's obvious that Obo hired somebody to do this, or Timbers, like you said, just happened to pick the one guy who fucking thrived in making wooden busts of people. Um, but because Tim- if he's paying someone to do it, I'm like, wow, you really believe this yeah, scam? Like, he's he does. Like, oh, the yeah, scammer sick. believes believes that this is legit. So. That uh, guy has so, he's, he must have been a horrible scammer. Dude, yeah. <laughs> he's such a dummy. <laughs> he can't spot any of the marks. Mm-hmm. Like, what an idiot. So Timbers goes on to email Oboe and is like, oh, yeah, or uh, Timbers goes on to say, like, you know, it's good. He did a great job, or whoever did it did a great job, and he made me look thinner. So A plus to him. Um, nice. So hold on. I got to download one more photo to send to you because. Well, it gets it just gets absolutely fucking bananas. Like it is, it gets so stupid that this guy never, this scammer never picked up the like you said the marks. So Timbers emails Obo back and is in is very concerned. He asks Obo if he was responsible for packaging said item because something's gone terribly wrong. Obo confirms that he did in fact package the item, and Timbers replies saying that when the box was received, there was a hole in it. And he opened the box, and a rodent had jumped out and almost taken his eye out. He uh, And he attaches a picture of the bust, which I'm going to send you. Um, and basically says this rodent it has jumped out of the box and almost taken his eye out, and that the bust got very, very, very damaged. All right, I just sent it. Um, and so... <laughs> he attaches a picture of the hu- of the bus and to describe it to you it's got a hole that's been bored into the forehead and a in the side of the head as well and it's he's photoshopped a fucking squirrel like peeking its head out of one of the holes it's very bad photoshop um, so did he He's fucked up his bust for this, or did, I don't know. Pictures... I, I don't know if the hole is the. I don't know if the holes are photoshopped. I mean, if they aren't, then yeah, he did. But that that might be photoshopped holes. I don't know. I wouldn't. Is that the that's same? a pretty good bust. Something. I was gonna. Say, I mean, the cracks line up. So yeah, those yeah. Are, that's the same. The picture's so different. So he must have yeah, pre Yeah, he must have. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, but so, man, if he photoshopped it. It's a great Photoshop. Yeah, the but holes if he, are. If he damaged it, I'm like, bro, what? Maybe it's a free bus. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did damage it because he's like, it's part of the story. It's part of the development. Um, yeah. So he attaches this photo. He tells Oboe that unfortunately, him nor his board members can accept damage artwork, and that he has three choices. He can submit another artwork sample. If he doesn't want to do another carving, he can apply to their photography donation slash scholarship program instead, or he can refuse any other work and go about his business. So those are his three options. Send another bust, you can apply for our photograph scholarship, or you can fucking cut your losses. Oboe goes on to say that he wants his carving back, so he can proceed with legal action against the woodworker and the shipping company, um, which kind of just told on himself that he didn't carve that himself. yeah that he didn't carve yeah. it yeah so timbers doesn't respond to this and oboe starts getting impatient and begins accusing timbers of photoshopping the picture of the destroyed bus and is angry uh his quote 
damaged work has not been sent back to him. So Tempest finally responds and tells Oboe he sent him a receipt with a tracking number for the mailed bust a few weeks ago, which he didn't do, and that he is offended that Oboe would assume he was being dishonest about the damages. Oboe replies and says he never received an email with a tracking number and that he has already prosecuted the quote, specialist wood seller, as he put it, and that Timber should resend him the tracking number or bust. Wasn't really too clear about which one he wanted. And Timber's reply saying, you ain't getting shit until you send me a handwritten apology for saying I'm being dishonest. Um, and <laughs> so so uh, Obo responds and is basically profusely apologizing in his email. He's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, blah, 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 blah. And Timbers replies and is like, your apology is not accepted. I need a handwritten, on paper, scanned apology emailed to me at your earliest convenience. So, um, Ob- and that it must be a minimum of 20 lines. A minimum of twenty line apology, and only he, after this he said a minimum. Well, yeah. that's incredible. <laughs> only after this <laughs> will he get a copy of the shipping receipt. So Obo responds and basically says, "I need money to write the apology and scan it. It's expensive. If you honor and fear God, you'll send me money to do this." Um, and fucking Timbers tells him to eat Jesus. shit and not email him again unless you have unless he has his apologies. So then there's a few more emails of Oboe begging for his donation and Timbers telling him to fucking eat farts. And then Oboe sends this man a handwritten apology, um, to minimum of 20 lines and everything, sends it to Timbers, which I think is just nice. absolutely baffling. I'll send that to this you. This guy's really going to eat some shit. Dude, too. I know. He, I mean, he I guess. swallowed his pride effortlessly. When you're, when, when there's like a, 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 a a possibility of $150,000 on the line, I suppose, you know, this guy's going to do anything for it. So, uh, back to my Google Docs. So he sent okay. this man a handwritten apology. So Timber sends this man a fake tracking receipt from Klingon Shipping Company or Shipping and Trading. Uh, it actually looks pretty legit, to be honest. Like, he really went balls to the walls with The receipt? This. Yeah, with the receipt. Uh, nice. So even the, uh, the name sounds fake immediately. I mean, Klingon is the the language that they speak in Star Trek. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I don't I guess that just didn't get over to that part of the world. So, uh, but he sends him this fake shipping receipt. I'm trying to send these to you in real time so uh, to get the oh, okay. full effect of the story. Um, so sends him this fake shipping receipt and. Uh, on the shipping, I bore a lot of cash. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, who who made this? Timbers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, right. So, um, Obo uh, contacts the delivery confirmation department on clean, of Klingon shipping that the, that was listed on the receipt, and he's put in contact <laughs> with Ranjit Berger, which was obviously just Timbers using a different email. Um, Oboe tells Ranjit what's going on, and he says he wishes to get his statue back, but Ranjit has some unfortunate news. Um, and it's really, they're really putting our man, <laughs> our man through the ringer. <laughs> through the here. ringer. Let me tell you. I'm about to send, all right, I'm going to read you this email, and then I'm going to send you the picture. 
So he says, thank you for contacting Klingon Shipping. My name is Ranjit, and I hope I can be of service to you. I've spoken to our shipping staff and uh, have been given the full facts. Unfortunately, it appears that during the overnight storage period before airmail courier uh, shipping, your package sustained quite extensive damage due to the fact that a rodent had been sealed within the package. One of our staff spotted that the packaging appeared to be damaged, and our delivery manager ordered it to be inspected for safety reasons. On inspection, we found a dead rodent which had suffocated due to the lack of air within the package, and it appears that the rodent had chewed approximately 80% of the wooden carving inside the package. I can only assume that the creature did this in order to try to create more space inside the packaging itself. I am afraid that the carving is almost totally destroyed. Our insurance department immediately took the rodent to the, vet, uh, to the veterinary surgeon for inspection to ascertain the cause of death, which it transpired was the case of <laughs> which it transpired was a case of stuff uh, stuff me fat guts with wood. That it's all one <laughs> word spelt with Z's. Uh, um, so, so which in layman's terms means it was poisoned by ingesting too much of the wood from the carving which also contained various trace chemicals, which encouraged the death even more. Under normal, normal circumstances, as the package initially appeared to have been damaged in our possession, we would, of course, compensate the owner of the full value of the item. However, we were informed by the local veterinary surgeon that, in fact, the rodent was an African tree squirrel. And then he goes on to say the actual, like, scientific name of it. And could only have come from your part of the world. Unless, of course, it had escaped from a local zoo, which I find very unlikely as we have no motorbikes in the city. Um, consequently, I contacted the person who packaged the item, Mr. Uh, a Mr. B. Anthony, and was informed by him that, in fact, the rodent was present in the package when he received it, and that when he shipped it back to you, he assumed it was dead, so he left it in the package as some kind of proof to you of what happened. Of course, it okay. now transpires that the rodent was not dead, but sleeping, and whilst in our warehouse, it chewed even more into the wood. I'm afraid that we cannot allow this item to be shipped as it is a health hazard and compensation is out of the question as uh, uh, is out of the question because you screwed up. It will be stored in one of our large frozen storage freezers until such a time as you contact Mr. Anthony and discuss which actions you would like to take. For your records, I have attached a photograph of the open package. Um, so that's the email Oboe gets. And then this is the photo that was attached. And it just looks, it looks so bad. So bad. I guess uh, where he's from in Lagos didn't have a lot of Photoshop yeah, I don't think so. experience. I do not think so. So the photo is basically of a fat squirrel next to a shipping box. Full of wood. Yeah, just <laughs> packed full of wood. And it has the Klingon shipping receipt next to it. So Oboe emails the shipping company asking for compensation Telling them the worth of the goods is $25,000. Source, trust me, bro. Oh. Um, so, of course, the shipping company that this is... This dude's always on the hunt. Dude, He's trying to get proud for that money, this. baby. Um, so, of course, you know, the shipping company is really just timbers. Tells them to kick rocks. You're not getting any money. So, what does Oboe do? He, um, he emails our boy Brian Anthony asking for money. Came in with a fresh, atti with a fresh attitude, kind of like, Hey, buddy, uh, can I have some money, please? Um... So Brian emails Oboe back and is basically like, sorry, buddy, strict tax laws prohibit us from paying you, but, but I do have an offer for you if you want to make some money, like, I don't know, $20,000, 
All you need to do is paint some artwork on the side of a building that has to be a minimum of 17 feet tall to promote a book for a publishing company that we work with. Uh, and at this point, Jesus you would Christ. think that this oboe would know that this dude is just fucking with him. Like, there's no, like, you... He has to be. A, a smart, intelligent person would know that this is a fucking just maybe, giving maybe you the runaround. Maybe he's just like, well... Well, if this guy's this invested in fucking with me, maybe I get I I could get him. You know, that's I, fair. I, like, he yeah, he's an in. Yeah, he, I guess he's like fair. I have engagement. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, yeah, I got that makes sense. So, um, at at some point, you would think Obo knows this guy is just fucking him, like just cranking his hog with a dry hand. Uh, but this big stupid idiot falls for it again, and he accepts the deal. So, um. Timbers decides, okay, you know, you you want this this work? I'm going to send you the book cover that our publishing company has sent over to us, and you can look it over, see if this is something, if this is a project that you are willing to take on, and you know, let me know if you're 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 down for it. So I'm going to send you said book cover because it's fucking oh good, it's ridiculous. Um, it's like it's like nothing crazy, but it's just like why would how why would you think that was real so um basically <laughs> the, the pirates it, of tribble island yeah so the book cover and is that one to me this is like the lowest quality thing he's put out yet like he could have made this in a meme generator online. oh yeah no 100 percent um so the the book cover is basically a skeleton pirate and on the top in big red letters it says shiver me timbers as like the author and at the bottom for the book title it says the pirates of tribble island so it looks fake it does not look like a real book a google search would tell you that this is not a real book but oboe emails our boy back and what does he say he says can i have some money up front to do the project um and he finally catches a break timbers is like all right or, i'm sorry yeah timbers is like all right dude you know what? I'm going to send you a very small amount of money to cover the cost of the paint that you're going to be using. Um, and so he doesn't do that at all. He actually tells Obo to get fucked and he, that he can't give him any money up front. Um, See, Obo saw another opportunity. Dude, he He's tried. He snags and cash. Tried, but, uh, He's like, okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, uh, I just need some money for the paint. Yep. And uh, and uh, no, Timbers right. like it's not happening, um, not happening. You're not getting any, you're not getting any money from me. So he tells Obo to get fucked, stop asking for money, or he will find a different artist. And also respond and also tells Obo respond to my emails faster because you've been taking over 24 hours to respond, and I don't like that. Um, so <laughs> he's Ob- like, I'm just bored, dude. Come yeah, on, <laughs> yeah. <Let's go. laughs> so Obo's really taking on some hardy work for someone who was dying of cancer at the beginning of the story. Um, so a week later, Obo emails Mr. Bryant and is just absolutely pleased as punch to inform him that the work has been completed. A man of true craftsmanship. Obo attaches a photo of said artwork. And remember, this painting that he's supposed to do is supposed to be over 17 feet tall, minimum. Like, that is the minimum. So he sends him a picture of the completed artwork. And, um... <laughs> so um it is a horribly photoshopped picture of this book cover photoshopped onto a billboard and what I makes mean, it microsoft word yeah yeah, yeah yeah photoshop's a, a a strong word what makes it even more hilarious is that this photo is taken so it's taken from somebody standing on like a a, a pedestrian or like a i'm sorry a roadway and they're taking a video a picture of these billboards 
uh, and there's other billboards next to the photoshopped one. And there's a bunch of motorcycles on the road, um, and you know people are in traffic, and none of them are Nigerian or from where he uh, claims he's from. Yeah, they're all Indian. Yeah. So he uh, just grabbed a picture. Yeah, just a random picture. And also the phone. There's a, a cell phone carrier ad next to the. Photoshop uh, I was going to say book. it's in rupees. It's in rupees. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and it gets fucking worse because oh, there's right. a street light in front of the Photoshop billboard that literally half of it is missing because they photoshopped over it. It just kind of it's missing a section out of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, Timbers calls him out and is like, "Hey, bro, what the fuck is all this shit?" Go take more photos so I know you're not pulling a fast one on me. Obo's like, oh, sorry, I can't. I don't have money to go take photos. Give me money. He's He's trying. He's trying. He is. And he's like, okay, well, this is bullshit now. So I'll just whip something up fake real real quick. So at this point, I think he spent real money on the bust. Yeah. And then was like, all right, fuck. I got to get something out of this guy. I got to try it. Costing me money. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, Oboe's like, nope, I need money um, so I can go take more photos. Uh, You know, you can just take it out of what you were going to pay me. And Brian's like, yeah, get fucked, mate. Have a good one. Sorry, this didn't work out. I'm out of here. Oboe starts pleading with Timbers to send some kind of compensation, but Timbers holds fast and doesn't send him shit. Finally, Timbers gives Oboe one final proposal of either redoing the painting or taking on another project of a different caliber. Oboe will need to find a few people to film a video and read from a script that Brian will provide him. Oboe is reluctant at first. I mean, he's done two projects already. Hasn't gotten any compensation. Uh, But Brian assures him... Not a, not a fucking cent. Brian assures him, though, that if he does this, he will be compensated, but is also very clear that he cannot send any money up front. Ovo, at this point, believes he's in too deep. He's just this close to that sweet, sweet payday that will make him a very wealthy man, and he reluctantly accepts the offer to film a scripted video for Brian. And oh surprise, uh, surprise, surprise, Obo is all of a sudden a member of the Nigerian Movie Guild. Uh, the right man mm. for the job, and he'd be delighted to do this project. So Brian sends over an email of a big shot CEO from a company called VXD Video Productions, so Oboe can go over specifics with him. Oboe emails um, Robert Jones, our CEO big boy, who is just, once again, Timbers using a different email. So Mr. Jones tells Oboe that basically they, uh, they have two other men from his part of the world that are working on a similar sketch, and he's going to recreate the sketch that they're working on, but it's going to be shorter. And he will send Oboe the other two men's video of the sketch so he knows what he's going to be doing. Uh, Timbers fucking sends this guy the dead parrot sketch from Monty Python um, along with the script. And okay. uh, so Oboe, a man who supposedly has one foot in the grave, agrees to recreate the sketch and tells Mr. Jones that the work will be carried out smoothly. Timbers emails Why? him back. Dude, I don't know. I, he just Dude, won't let go. He's getting so involved. And, yet, like, and obviously, Timbers is like, I've got all day. Like, I have literally all day. So I don't. It's costing uh, him nothing. Yeah, literally costing him nothing. So he's just like, all right, I'm just going to see. Uh, this is kind of his thing. He's like, I'm going to see how, um, how much I can drag this along. Um, so says it'll be carried out smoothly. Timbers emails him back and basically is like, awesome. Can't wait to see it. 
And just to dangle a carrot in front of Oboe's face, he asks him what his preferred payment method is so he can form his accountants and prepare the transfer uh, when they receive the video. Oh, hella smart. Because it's like, it's just reiterating the fact that he's going to get paid. Yeah, exactly. So there's a few more email exchanges. Oboe being worried about his actors using, uh, basically goes along and to say like oh the guys in the sketch you sent me are your you know your guys are using british accents can my actors just use regular accents um and timbers like yeah i don't give a fuck um timbers goes on to say that despite his spot on directions on how to upload the video oboe still managed to fuck it up so they decided it'd be better to just have oboe send the video to timbers by mail on dvd and he fucking did um, amazing and and timbers hold on i'm gonna send you He's the, like yeah i got a dvd burner fuck it yeah i'm gonna send you i couldn't um, make a dvd or a cd if dude yeah no to. not anymore um i'm gonna send you a, the link Does your pc have a, a cd slot no or, no yeah why would you yeah exactly why would you uh i'm gonna send you the link to this story i'm on page two um there is a zip file because he 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 posts pictures of the dvd coming in the mail and having like all the shipping information he like blurs out like his you know address and everything uh but there is a zip file uh for this video um i don't know if it works i haven't downloaded it because i'm a little sketched out by it Hmm. which is why i asked you earlier if Hmm. Um, Let's see. It's on page two near the bottom. Let's see something. Because apparently this this article is pretty old, if I remember correctly. Let me look. It looks old. Yeah, it is. It is quite bare bones. Um, quite bare bones. Um. Um. I mean, the site looks. It looks like fine. legit. Hold on, let me check one more spot. Version, it's I'm a, doing yeah. a couple of those reputation checkers or something like that. Okay. Um. All right. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue one. Wow. You... Yeah. The domain was registered 19 years ago. No shit. Yeah. Jesus Pretty Christ. Old. That is old. I like, yeah. That's older than your average audience on TikTok. Yeah. I have, uh, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong at I all. I think you could do it. I think you should do it on your Mac. Don't they not get viruses? Isn't that what they I say? I guess. It says your connection is not private. Attackers might try to steal your information from Shivers, Pluto. Ignore that. that, that that's liberal bullshit. Disregard <laughs> that, Frank. <laughs> uh, learn more. Let's see if I can. Uh, to get Chrome's highest level of security, turn on enhanced protection. Oh, I don't think. I don't even think it'll let me. It won't even let me. Like, it, it's just. It won't let me proceed. Yeah, it won't let me go at all. Damn, I really wanted to Dude, watch this. Dude, fucking Max, anti-freedom, yeah, fucking worse. Um, all freedom right. haters. So he posted the video on Vimeo, but it isn't up anymore. He provided a zip file on the website, though I haven't downloaded it because you just heard our conversation. I don't want my computer to get fucking it shit rocked. Um, and that's why I asked you earlier if you had like a burner, whatever you could download it on. But it is what it is. I'm not too worried about it. Um, so. So Oboe emails Big Shot CEO and is like, okay, you got your video. Where's my money? Um, paraphrasing because his grammar's fucking terrible. The Big Shot CEO is like, yeah, buddy, we got the DVD. Uh, it Now keep in mind, it costed Oboe $30 to ship this DVD. Just $30 to Jesus. ship the DVD. So 
Um, because that's that's the that's info you'll need for his list of expenses. He tells Oboe that the DVD is acceptable and just send him a list of expenses and Oboe will get his payment. So, uh, Oboe sends over his list of expenses. He says location fee, $600. Transportation fee, $1,000. Costume fee, $800. And on the receipt, um, it just is for two jackets. Two jackets was the costume fee. Um, <laughs> camera, yeah, camera, which he spelled Carmera, was $2,000. Um, VHS transfer to DVD, $1,500. Shipping, $500. $1,500, yeah. And to ship the DVD, wow. it costed him $500. So with a grand total of $6,400 on top of the $18,000 he's apparently supposed to get paid. I also forgot to put this in earlier. Obo emailed this like big shot CEO guy and told them production would run a few days late because, quote, the camera rotted. Um, whatever the fuck right. that means, to you. <laughs> which uh, I was baffled. Uh, I was like, using like so, a wooden camera. So it's possible that he was using like an old style, like crank camera, yeah. in which case it might've cost that much to convert that into digital form. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Um, he's like, I had to rent one of those machines. The only person who owned it was Quentin Tarantino. It cost me $3,000, $3,000. So, um, so, uh, CEO guy is like, Great. These those expenses are satisfactory. Just send me over a scanned copy of all your receipts. And Oba's like, sure thing, not a problem. I'll send those over. He sends over a bunch of receipts that detail his expenses uh, from different quote companies. Uh, and like I said, the eight hundred dollar costume fee was literally for two jackets. So he sends the receipts, and they're all from different companies, like I said, but they all seem to be written in the exact same handwriting. Um. Which sloppy again? Sloppy again, dude. If you want the money, you gotta work. Yeah. So I know Timbers ignores Oboe for a few days, and Oboe keeps emailing him like, "Where's my money? The actors I hired are are are, have their foot on my throat. Like I need this money." Uh, And Timbers had set up a website for the video production company, uh, which Oboe would check numerous times a day because Timbers could see the traffic that was coming in and out of the website, and uh. After he stops responding to Oboe, he changes the website to say UK Met Police Internet Crimes Unit and basically turns the website into a big notification that says it's been seized by the United Kingdom government for internet crimes. and uh, Internet crimes. Internet crimes, yes. And if you have any information on this website or its owners, please email DS Michael Palin. I guess DS is detective in the UK, which again is just Timbers using a fucking different email. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, a man of many hats, I see. I'll make it brief so I can wrap this up, but Obo contacts this detective and is like, yeah, uh, this is, like, I was doing all this work for them. They didn't pay me, blah, 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 blah. And Detective Timbers is like, yeah, just fill out this victim's compensation form. You'll get your money. And it's like a lot of pages. So Obo fills this whole thing out in handwriting because he's like, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't type it. You need to handwrite it and scan it and send it back to us. Um, fills out this conversation for uh, compensation form. Oboe does it. It's like three or four pages. Uh, the detective tells Oboe apparently there was an issue, and to get the money, excuse me, he needs to either fly to London for the trial of all these people he's been in contact with, or send a video testimony. 
Oboe gets hot, starts losing it shit, his shit. He's like, damn you, damn that man's lawyers, damn everybody, blah, 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 blah. So he's buying the lawyer thing. Yeah. He thinks it's real. Yeah, he thinks it's all uh. real. Yeah, he thinks this whole thing is real. Um, loses his shit in his email. So, so scammers aren't smart. No. They just find the dumbest people because the, in the world. Exactly. The dumbest That's people to fall for him. It's crazy. Uh, and, and basically to wrap it all up, um, the detective basically, Detective Timbers is like, I don't like your tone, mister. I'm going to send you to another detective. Uh, it sends it to this apparently Spanish police detective because this spans from the UK to... to sure. Yeah. And uh, Oboe changes his tone. He's like, money, please. And the detective says, fly to London or send us a video testimony. And Oboe sends one last losing his shit email and stops responding altogether. And Timbers now moves on to his next victim. Because uh, this is what he does, apparently. Uh, but that is the story of how the scammer got scammed. Dude, that guy was dumb. Fucking moron. Dumb. Those are the good old days. I really wish. Now, I, don't, I, I don't think anyone would do that no. much work anymore. I really wish no way. there was like some super big ending, but the fact that he got this guy to really jump through all of these hoops for for him basically I mean, I, is yeah. incredible. We got to watch the video. Go I want to watch it, dude. Pop, pop, Jamie, pull it up. Go yeah, on, pop Jamie, it pull up. that up. Uh, on, on his website, he has the trophy room, which is. Um, all the photos that they have managed to get from scammers. Um, oh, that's good. For, for doing this. Uh, and it is, <laughs> it, it's, it's chocked full of ridiculous photos. That's pretty yeah. incredible. I like that story. It, it's a good one. I was like, when I was reading it, I was like, this is going to be like a little different from what we usually do. But I feel like it's a nice story of some asshole scammer getting scammed. Yeah, I dig that. Um, or uh, this, we gotta, we should look at seeing if there's been any updates to good internet scams these days. Because I, I feel like the Nigerian prince thing is just worn. Yeah, and worn I also, out. I'm also gotta like, be done. How I, I, how would you? Um, I mean, how would it evolve? Like, I just besides, I don't know, sending an email, being like, "This is who I am, and here's my picture." I just don't know how internet scams would evolve, but I guess they're all just kind of like instead of mostly, uh, it's making phishing. a fucking cryptocurrency. Now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is very <laughs> or, true. Or just putting pictures of stupid monkeys and charging millions of dollars yeah. for them. Good old. It's uh, a hot scheme. It's a it's a it's a hot quick cash grab. Uh, dude, and hella celebrities do that shit now. Like, there's been a bunch who have made uh, who've done their own little. Cryptocurrency. I don't understand. Rug pulls. Yeah, Jonah. It, it, it's hilarious. You gotta really fucking fuck your fans over for that. I know, dude. It's really like, fucked fucking up. your fans over is crazy to me because, like, they're done. That's that they're gone yeah, forever. Yeah, You're not like, gonna get those people back. The people who who made you into what you are and you fuck them over. Um. So, are you ready for my story? Yeah, let's hear it. So originally, Snacks and I talked about. Uh, or alluded to me covering the story of Marcus Licinius Crassus, um, who was one of the original triumvirate with Caesar, Roman times, long time ago. Uh, And it turned out there wasn't that much to the story at all. He was a powerful general. 
He was loaded, but he wanted to be more loaded. So back then, Rome would have fires just every day, which, you know, makes sense. Some big city, lots of stuff that's burning. Yeah, um, happens. And they did. He recognized the need for a dedicated group of people to fight the fires. So he assembled a crew of 500 workers with buckets and tools, mostly slaves, and who would rush to the fire with all their tools as soon as they heard a word of it, and then they would stop and sit there. Okay. Nice. And then uh, Crassius would um, negotiate with the owner of the property and try to buy it. He would, while it was on fire, depreciating in value rapidly. What a scummy! Would, what a fucking! Hey, do you do you want to sell me that? Are you going to do anything with that? Yeah. Oh, and then and then they would sell it to him, and then he would um, get the crews to fucking put it out. And sweet, you know, sometimes stuff was saved. Otherwise, he just got the land for cheap. Jesus. And uh, this helped him become one of the richest men in all of history. Damn, really? So, I mean, yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, back then, I mean, not as it's easier to. That's that's just fucking so. Just a scummy little yeah, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> little fucking weasel, bro. Uh, so I didn't end up doing a whole story about him because there wasn't anything to it. But who yeah. I am covering is uh Carlos Enrique Raposa, or who I'm going to refer to the whole time as Kaiser because that's the nickname that he goes by. Like the He's role? A famous. Uh, yes. Uh, it's like, what? <laughs> so what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, uh, he, the famous football player, which uh, in America we call it soccer. I was reading a lot of notes that call it football, so most of my notes are football. I might say soccer sometimes when I wasn't reading what I, I sourced, fair, and there's going to be no consistency to it, so cry about it. Um, also, America can't be like we say it right because we play it the worst. Yeah, like, that's just true. shut up. That's it's very true. Not, it's not our, it's not our territory. We don't want to. Dude, you, you uh, fucking go find me an American soccer fan. I'll find a uh, soccer hooligan from across the pond, and we'll see who wins. Yeah, the fight. we'll see who really gives yeah, a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he claims uh, to start off. He claimed that he got this nickname when he was a kid. Because his friend said he was good as a famous German soccer player at the time, uh, Franz Beckenauer. And he, he's like, yeah, I was a kid. I played a lot of soccer. They said I was good. They called me Kaiser. You know how we would escape, I don't know, Kobe or other soccer. I literally couldn't name a single American soccer player. Nope. A, I think, not one. Yeah, not at all. Uh, and there, I don't know very much about sports, but there's plenty of other sports that have diffused culturally to me. But yeah, soccer is not I've heard a yeah. single team yeah nope. so anyway um his I, childhood friend i know oh, what? i'm sorry i know uh i know a few like soccer i don't know i think maybe they're called federations i don't know just only because like clubs for yeah clubs only because like soccer is um very integrated in like skinhead culture and which is also like you know punks and skins hang out a lot so like Soccer super big in skinhead culture because fucking soccer hooligans yeah. and stuff like that and skinhead British, yeah. basically started over over there and uh, so I everything I know about soccer I learned against my will yeah yeah or proper football yes I I really don't give a fuck about it yeah at all. me neither I never um so his childhood friend at the time however claims that uh, he got the name Kai from being a little fat kid and he had roughly the same body shape as the Kaiser brand of beer bottles. Which oh, man. Short and squat. So, squat, uh, there's baby. already 
a little bit of a disparity there. And uh, if you're following, you might run into a little more of that. He was born in 1963, Rio de Janeiro, uh, in Brazil, as Carlos Enrique Raposo, but he referred to himself as Kaiser because he was a cool cat, cool as a cucumber, more front than the Copacabana Beach. And to impress people and show how suave he is, he would regularly approach famous and influential people and just make friends with them, usually with regaling them with tales and stories. Okay. He was extraordinarily charming. Everybody loved talking to him, and he was a great storyteller. So, but as a kid, he liked football, just presumably like everyone in Brazil, and played in a youth league. And in 1979, he was in a training session and managed to catch the attention of some scouts from the Mexican club uh, Puebla. He went overseas for a few months to play with them, but was released without playing a single game. Damn. The article I was reading called it overseas, and I was just thinking about that. Brazil to Mexico is overseas. I mean, you fly over the ocean. But I guess. It's connected by the land. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that I don't feel weird. that right about it. Yeah. It's like you don't fly from Texas to Florida and say you flew overseas. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but anyway, uh, he was fine. Seemed to be an okay player, but, you know, bench quality. Did, it, trip I mean, did, they, did they say why he never played a game, or was he just, they were like, all right. Fuck you. This didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so it, the trip gave him an idea. He's not the best player. He knows that. Okay. But he is a lot of hell of he's a hell of a lot of fun to hang out with. So he used his charisma. That's all you to need, bro. Yeah. Look and at he used his charisma to befriend <laughs> journalists and famous players to build up his image and create a network to facilitate transfers. He would go on to have a 16-year career in football without ever playing a single game. What? That's crazy. A single A single game. game. So he would sign up for a short-term contract and tell them up front that he needed to work on his fitness to be ready for a game. This gave him about a five-week window to really wow the trainers and the team with his personality. Mm. During team practice games, he'd usually um, fake a hammy, and then the... That he'd just be out. And then if the team wanted to investigate, he would actually refer them to the dentist that he knew who would say that he had an infection. It was specifically a focal infection, which I didn't get super into when I was looking into it. But basically, it's largely disproved theory of health. But it's like a good, I'm all fucked up, like made illness. Because oh. this was like the 70s and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 80s. So, you know, they're like, oh, okay. Sure. He, he's got focal infection. Shit. And he's like on a regional soccer team in Brazil in the 80s. So they don't have like the <laughs> yeah. same staff and resources that we're used to, you know. That's you can't am I can't do an MRI to see what's wrong with his hammy. Um what was God, I keep getting this hair goddamn mustache hairs. Yeah. Um what was also helpful that he apparently was in pretty great shape so he could keep up during the fitness fitness drills and the PT, and he looked like a football player. Oh, okay. Um yeah, he looked like yes. it. He kind of played the part. Stunning he personality and just looked the part. You're good to go. So, yeah, exactly. When it was like a ball training day, so like the PT days and fitness days, he could keep up. But the ball training days, he would basically just run as far away from the ball the whole game all the time. <laughs> that's you got to do entire you strategy. Do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's training. So to really sell a ruse, he'd get his journalist friends to publish like glowing articles about his football prowess. And... So sometimes you get the impression that he maybe just told a journalist to do that. Like it's a homie hooking him up. But most of the time you get the impression that he was just lying about his his experiences 
And then they would be like, okay, sure, and just run it. At this point, like, you're already practicing, like... Why not? You're around you're, all yeah. the soccer players. Why, why not just like do it? <laughs> why not try to play a little bit of soccer? Yeah, for real. Know? I figure. I mean, I don't think so. I was going to say something arrogant, but I immediately stopped myself. I was like, I could probably get one good kick in at a professional soccer game. Yeah, I'm like, probably, probably not. not. I <laughs> yeah, think no. they'd smoke me. Absolutely, dude. I think they'd know, smoke me. Those fields are huge. Running back and, and forth, and they run I'd be done. all day. Yeah, I'd yeah, be done, dude. No way. Um, so I could probably block a shot if I just throw my body at it. You yeah, know what I, I mean? could. That's about the most I could get out of the game. I could block a shot with my face and then yeah. call it good. Uh, so he had this uh, one article where they said that he played so great at the football club Puebla that he was officially invited to become a Mexican citizen. What? That was the place where he he did not play a game. You lying ass he, motherfucker. He got another article that said he was a top goal scorer for a French team and that he played there for eight seasons and he had did not do that and never played at that team. It really just bold face lies. Uh and people just bought it. Of course um, they did. another time he sold this by uh taking some pictures wearing another team's jersey that he got from a friend on the team and <laughs> he just took some pictures on the field and his friend gave him that as like a Christmas present or whatever. And he's like, sick, look, dude, I played for I'm, I, in yeah, France. here I am. Amazing. Jesus Christ. Um, another classic method. This was my favorite. Uh, he would use a toy cell phone to fake conversations in English and turn down offers in public real loud. <laughs> <laughs> he, this actually generally worked pretty well. Uh, he would program it to ring at the end of training so he could walk off just like jabbering into it. That's fair. And, you know, people just assume he was really busy shutting down offers from the head of the F- FIFA or whatever. I'm like, you know? someone's got to be like, this dude is getting all these offers, but he, I've never seen him play a game, bro. Like, also a toy cell that phone. T- Why not just get a friend to call you and be like, hey. I mean, or, well, because I don't think he had the money for a real cell phone, I, I guess. guess. I was confused. Why not just use yeah, a real, a real cell phone? Um, also, maybe because it was the 80s and one would just be so big that it would be annoying and it was just more convenient to carry a fake little one around. I, but also, I mean, someone's like, where'd you get that tiny cell phone at? What's the- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you say that because at his time in Flumin- Fluminense, Fluminense, uh, one of the assistants got a bit suspicious of his uh, consistent timing and rummaged through his locker while nice. Carlos was in the shower. And he found out that Carlos was making fucking calls because it's a fucking toy. Fair. Um, and that was it because they ended up laughing and he just worked there for a few months. <laughs> so I basically think they were just like, oh, the calls are fake. <laughs> you, you silly know. guy that's <laughs> you're you're real, getting out of training real stinker so he would actually regularly change teams the i i did watch that documentary about about this it's called oh yeah i forgot to my sources earlier uh it was so i had guardian oddity central elated mice football an uh, old article or old website that's gone and the documentary was kaiser the greatest footballer never to play football. Nice. Uh, but yeah, in the documentary, 
it said that you'd be at four or five clubs a year, like all over the fucking world. Jesus. France, Japan, France, Japan, Mexico, Brazil, U.S., Saudi Arabia. Got to take like, all the boxes. I, Dude, a career that like many soccer players would be. See, I said soccer right then and there. Yeah, That's yeah, horrible. Happens. Uh, would just be like so jealous of to get to go to. Yeah, a hundred percent. That being said, he did stay for five years at Botafogo in Brazil, which was a club because five years out of all these places and not playing a time. single game because he was really good friends with the owner. Oh, there it is. Uh, he Damn. always. Uh, so basically, he is—he was a smoke show in the '80s, and he was in great shape. He was pretending to be really famous. It was Brazil; things were fast and loose. There was a lot of people that looked like him, and he was very charming. And he was just always getting laid, dude. Always smashing. And, and he, could, he could just go somewhere and just make women come with him, and he would just hook the team up with just ladies, just I get tons that. of ladies, not even. Not even all sex workers or prostitutes or whatever. There, some were just there to have sex with people. And so that's he just, why he stuck. He got. He, they wanted him around. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's the eighties. So he actually, honestly, kind of acted like a pimp, but without all the like predatory women uh, slavery and stuff, and was constantly just bringing hordes of gorgeous women in. And so it's like the thing was, they would go up to the six. They like if they had a hotel, they'd have the sixth floor, right? And he would come in and be like, "Hey, man, I play for this team." Sometimes he just lie, not yeah. even say the same team he was on. That's fair. And it, and he would get them to comp him rooms for the ladies, and he'd put them all on the floor below. So the managers of the teams or the coaches would be like, "Hey, I want everybody in bed by 10. and the guys would be like, "Okay, yeah, okay, sounds good." And and then you know wait till like midnight, and then they just creep downstairs, and they said had orgies, which I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ yeah. Carlos, yeah, yeah. is this guy regularly throwing orgies for the Take team? Take it easy, Ooh. bud. I was like, dude, being Brazilian in the eighties, like nobody was gay, nobody was straight, you yeah, know, you just that's fucked, true. yeah, you just fucked, just whatever was around, you fornicate was all over the, the walls, dude. Fucking put something here. in me, I'll put something in you. That's we'll fine. figure it out. Yeah, we're here to have fun, baby. Uh, so he actually, the director, uh, was kind of like a um his a mob boss mafia thing. Mafioso I don't know. Type. They had a good word for it. Yeah, and but he was like a more of a small fry version, okay. like, not like a, a big pipe hitter. Yeah, but uh, so he was like well known and and kind of a scary dude. Like people you know, would they, people would kiss this dude's ring. Really, fucking yeah, he was a weird shit. They don't want them legs um, broken. But he was getting old. Viagra had not been invented yet. This was all in the documentaries. This is oh, okay, nice, nice. And he, yeah, and he would uh, his penis didn't work, which is because he's old. That's and rough. He got an inflatable system so he could just pump up his dick and get it hard. Wait, his actual fan. wiener? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was like a surgery implant. What operation? Yeah, it's a real thing. You never heard about that? No. That's what. That's what like trans men do use sometimes like, if they want to go that far with it. Your actual wiener? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, it's like a pump hooked up into it with a splint, and it like inflates so that your penis extends. And I'm sorry. Hard. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Look up the picture. Hold on. Is <laughs> is it an <laughs> is it an apparatus holding your wiener up? 
just opened a game on my thing, but I don't know what it is. It's so annoying. I'm happy. Oh, enough. it was a, it, it was the new Google tab. I'm sorry, oh, that was nice. overwhelming. Me. Yeah, it happened. Google has like a game thing on its new tab, and it just started playing. And oh I was no, like, where the fuck did this come <laughs> from? Uh, oh yeah, that's all right. Pe- I was looking up penis implant. I mean, look, yeah, there's like a thing. It, it's like in the balls, I think, where they like actually squeeze the pump. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, this is a good pick. Here you go. Oh, so it's just cylinder straight up in the wiener. Yeah, it's I in there. never. Heard th- are you fucking with me? Are you like, is this? Are you doing no? A these right are now? all real. No, there's t- <laughs> there's tons <laughs> of them. It's look. This is a link from the Mayo Clinic. It's it's real. It's real. <laughs> it's been around forever. Does not look real. Like this. <laughs> if if you just told me about this in public, I'd call you a fucking liar. I'd be like, there's no like. <laughs> What is? I like how I'm the only person who could convince you. Yeah, you are. You you pretty much are. You're like no. Uh, Yeah, it's a real thing. I think the ones I'm sending you are are like even a little more advanced than you would see than the old stock. Oh, oof! There was an installation pick. I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean that's the gist of it. Uh, The jizz of it. The jizz of it. And. Uh, so yeah, he had one of these. That was the point of the story. And it was, he's an old man. He wanted to use his penis and, uh, but you know, he's ugly and old. Yeah. Fair. And Carlos would always hook it up because he, he knew a lot of people and he would always gas him up. He'd be like, he'd be like, how do you, how do you get so many ladies, man? You're, you're like, all the ladies want to fuck you. And he's like, I love this guy. <laughs> so, you know, he, he got a five fucking year job out of this. Damn. From that five guy. years. He claimed uh, to later to have worked at two separate Argentina clubs, saying he was hired by someone who didn't exist. And he also claimed to be part of this one squad that won two separate regional championships. But this one he did by saying he himself was Carlos Enrique, an Argentinian who actually played on that squad. So he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Carlos. I'm Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos. Argentina, yeah. A, yeah. I, we're, yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. 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 So in the late 80s, he moved on to Europe for a short stint in a French club. Uh, I won't try to pronounce, even though I wrote it down. It was so bold of me to have done that because uh, he had a friend <laughs> working there. They had a presentation where they would show him off as a new signee and they packed the stand. So there was like he was going to have a training session in front of a, a bunch of fans. Oh, and. I mean, this isn't going to be good because, you know, he doesn't know how to play soccer. He's like, yeah, not good, not at, good it. at all. Uh, so he uh, thinks quick, pretends to not understand any French. He does. There it and is. Uh, opted to kick every ball into the crowd while kissing his badge. <laughs> Just like as a publicity. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I love it. <laughs> Kicking every single Every single. Like, imagine Jesus. watching them like at, on the team. They're like, okay, yeah, that's good. I think that's. Okay. All right. Take well, it there's easy. There's only like two balls yeah. left on the fall. Okay. That's, that's our last ball. Now no oh, one can. Oh now no one can practice or never show up. Their skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he got out of it there. Uh, he was later credited with being a top goal. That was the place that he was credited with being the top goal scorer after playing eight seasons. And didn't touch the ball. Didn't play there. Nice. Didn't play on the team at all. Nice. Um, one time though, he got pretty close to the field. He got pretty close to having to play. 
because he was at Bangu, this Brazilian club. This place was also owned by a local mafia crime lord guy kind of situation, but bigger, bigger dude. Uh, well known, very well known in okay. the area. Um, kind of fucking insane. His name was Castor. I actually wrote his name down because I use it several times. So keep remember that one, okay. everybody. It's Castor. Castor. Um, he was. Uh, like called uh, several times in the documentary called the most dangerous man in Brazil. Probably, what? probably spicing that up a little yeah, bit. But a lot of money like gets it. laundered through the soccer teams, football teams, and That's so they, you know it's it's all part of the empire. That's why the other dude also was in the soccer team shit. Um, he at, at one point this dude. There was a player on the field on his team who was like, oh, I am sick. I am injured. I cannot play. And he was like, oh, you can't play. And he ran up to him and shot a gun at his feet. So he would like jump up in the air. And he's like, you seem fine to me. (laughs) He's like a lunatic. Yeah. Um, Jesus. And and this guy is like, bro, get fucking Carlos on the field. I want to see him fucking play. I want to see him play. Um, And because a newspaper article fucking came out about him like pinning the team's hopes on kaiser like getting tons of press so he's like all right holy that's the guy um kaiser knew the gig was up on that one um he oh i also i found out in the because i that story is mentioned everywhere but the documentary goes a little bit more into it and it was like the reason the mafia boss castor knew about him was because kaiser had offered the ball boy dinner like he'd just buy him refreshments if he uh went into the stands and just got a bunch of people from the favelas to sing his to shout his name oh my and god so, like he the dude's at the show and he sees everybody shouting his name sees the newspaper he's like kaiser's gonna save us get him on fucking deal i don't care if he's hurt <laughs> dude back <backfire. laughs> really dude yeah exactly he painted himself into a corner on it you yeah. would think you would think but this is this is kaiser oh no so as luck would have it some fans were behind him while he was stretching on the field. They call him a long-haired fag, and he's like, perfect. I've been waiting for someone to say those words to me. So he fucking runs, jumps the fence, gets in a fight, lays this <laughs> dude out. <laughs> lays him out, and he gets red-carded out of the game right then and there. They're like, hey. you fucking playing <laughs> Hell, dude, yeah. I mean, if there's... But you'd think it's a short-term solution, yeah, right? Because true. Castor is fucking pissed, and people are like, Telling Kaiser, like, dude, you're he's gonna kill you. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna fucking he's gonna be murder mad you. as fuck yeah. about. It. Like, it's pretty obvious that you didn't want to play, and you just went and got in a fight with that guy. Granted, if so, someone if someone called me the F slur, I'd probably fight him. So, um, I even mean, though I don't really. You're a soccer player in Brazil. Yeah, dude. You, that's gotta, fair. you can't go fight everyone who's mean to you. Yeah, you know. Uh, that's like being a wrestler, a WWE wrestler who gets like mad when people are mean to him. That's fair. Know? I, I mean, I guess I, I'd fight him not because it would offend me because I am that, but just out of the principle of it, of just being yeah, like... Yeah, shouldn't be throwing that around. Yeah, I shouldn't be throwing that around. Exactly. Uh, when... So Castor does spot this and is mad as a motherfucker. He comes down, catches him in the fucking Damn. Uh, locker room. And he's like, what the fuck? Why didn't you play? And Carlos is like, he, he's like, you know, I was raised without a father. And <laughs> you are like a father to me. And I simply cannot stand people speaking ill of you. And they called you a thief and a bum and a, and a, and a, and a killer. And I had to defend He's going to get this guy honor. killed. 
I had to defend your honor, yeah. sir. <laughs> and Casantos fucking or Carlos uh, Castor, Jesus. Uh, there's a lot of names on my screen right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Castor fucking loves it, and he, he fucking gives him a contract. Extension oh my and god, his pay, dude. <laughs> Just falling <laughs> upward, bro. Just like, and even his teammates were like, "Bro, what the fuck? Yeah. How did you do that?" <laughs> uh, like, so he is—he is clearly a con artist. Yeah, like, oh, hundred percent. But at the same time, like a full fifty percent of his scam is simply that he is so charming; everyone just wants to hang out with him. They just want to be his friend. I They're guess, like, dude. I guess it works. I've like, said bro, uh, Carlos brings all the puss. All the he brings puss. he gets us into all the clubs. Dude, there is there were a couple stories. A few different people had separate stories, but they were like, Yeah, Carlos said he was gonna get us into this club for free and because he knows the bouncer and the guards and everybody. And it, like <laughs> one guy he takes to this like fucking three foot high door that they have to crawl in through and they like show up in the kitchen what and, then another, <laughs> and he's like oh yeah totally here you go it's and, a special and then entrance. another time he they like go in an alleyway and like climb a ladder onto a roof and then down the other side and then like through the kitchen again Good and he's God. like yeah see but it's always this bullshit he's yeah. like yeah i know people Dude, and then he just goes hilarious but then he goes in and he's like we are football players and they're like oh sweet yeah, yeah get in on, here you're good here. Here, there's some women there. They want to have sex with you. <laughs> and so uh, Kaiser himself considers the highlight of his career. And he doesn't have any compunctions. Like He's like, I don't play soccer. I, I, I did it for the smashing, for the money and the puss. And so uh, he he considers the highlight of his career, which not a soccer one because he didn't play any soccer, yeah, yeah, yeah. was when Carlos Renato, Renato uh, Frederico who just went by Renato at the time was coming up in the scene because Renato was a hugely famous soccer player in Brazil, like okay. a legend and a famous Puna hound, just absolutely <laughs> swimming it's, in slam hogs. It's the eighties dog, dude, and ridiculously good looking. And Kaiser was like, "Oh yeah, I like this guy's vibe. Like this super dude about up it. On yeah, all, of, all on the fucking checking all memes, the boxes, game shows, dude. everything." Like everybody knew about him. The ladies go fucking insane for him. He has this one, he had this one, like they showed this clip of him on, I don't know, TV, whatever. And he had like this huge bundle of roses. And he's like, this is for Marla. This is for Rosa. This is for, and he just like, start <laughs> listing <naming> all. <laughs> dude. And like, but the, the thing was that he said he would dedicate, a game to a woman like and that's how he'd get laid a lot that's probably yeah. like six times a night and then he'd have a bundle of them and he's like hey man i keep yeah. my promise yeah <laughs> here you go what do you want um, from me so when renato was getting big kaiser's like i'm just gonna look like this guy like this is the move right here that's fair and he even cut his he cut his hair to look like him he wears the same clothes and then he just would pretend to be renato at that point bro and uh one of his teammates told a story of hearing that Renato was at a local mall signing autographs. And he's like, oh, shit, I wanted to meet that guy. I'll go check him out. And it's fucking Kaiser Dude. there. <laughs> fucking sign. Bro, I mean, if, being Renato. if you look like him, I guess go for it. I used to go to this gym uh, when I was in high school, and there was a dude there who looked and sometimes you see people that look like celebrities and you're like, ah, that kind of looks like so-and-so, whatever. This dude looked like ludicrous to a T like 
<laughs> like when I first started going there, I saw him was like, "That is that fucking ludicrous? What the fuck?" Uh, but we're in Tulsa, yeah, like, so I, I was have like, to "No wait way." Weeks before I asked yeah, so, anybody if that's ludicrous. So we start. Uh, I talked to him a handful of times, and I was like. I was like, do you ever like get mistaken for ludicrous? He was like, all the fucking time. He was like, all the he was time. Like, he was like, he's when like, I, when I hate ludicrous, dude, I have to convince you know, them I'm not ludicrous. <laughs> he's like, when I go, he was like, when I would go to, I go to Vegas to, for a couple of times, and he was like, I'd go into clubs and they would just automatically give me like bottle service and VIP and stuff like that because they thought I was ludicrous. And I was like, dude, I cannot stress that how uncanny the resemblance was. Like he looked exactly like him. It was crazy. He's like, like, dude, you should hit up ludicrous. I feel like you could have like some body. Yeah. Double body money. double like, something, new, dude. It's like a new fast and the furies coming up. That could be yeah, lucrative. You, your, your That's uncanny weird. resemblance. You got to be able to make some That's money. Really off of it. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, just be a ludicrous impersonator true. and start running the gambit, you know? That's true. That's very um, true. So uh, he would also, so Kaiser would also show people goal montages that would show Renato from scoring far of away. Of course. And, and he'd be like, look, it's me because, you know, my hair and my physique. And they're like, yeah, totally. That's totally you. Mostly he'd show that to ladies. There um, I've said it three times. His, yeah, three yeah. times. I've said a hundred percent. I said a hundred percent twice already. Fuck. <laughs> You've got like a whole like board, dude. Of yeah. Oh, fuck, I put another sticker. <laughs> um, he, there was they. They had an interview with one of his ex girlfriends, and she was like, "I have a videotape of him scoring a goal that I could show you guys. It's very rare. It's priceless. I don't even think he has the tape of it anymore." Uh, and the guy's like, do you think, do, do you know that was him? Do you think that was him? And she was like, uh, yeah, She's I like, don't you know understand what? the question. I, I never considered that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, you know, they're like, okay, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's him. That's totally oh, him. My God. <laughs> I would. So, um, another time he paid to get out of the, or he got out of one of the games by paying one of the training staff to injure him with a slide tackle oh, and, and my before God. the game started. <laughs> He's like, just lay me out, yeah, brother. Just fuck he was me like, up. He was like, how much do you get paid in a month? And and the guy told him, he's like, okay, I'll give you double yeah, that. So I'll you pay you double that starts. to kick, just absolutely take my legs okay. from under me. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll take that deal. Um, Renato himself actually heard from a few people uh, that Kaiser was pretending to be him. But they were like, hey, man, Kaiser's such a cool dude out here getting bitches pretending to be you. And Renato's like, all right. I mean, <laughs> shit. Uh, it sounds good. <laughs> he's like, that doesn't hurt my reputation at all. Oh, Fine. my God. So he's like, as long as he isn't, you know. Yeah, as long as he's being, being, as long as he's being a cool dude, man, who cares? Sounds great. Just making me look cooler. Uh, this did cause him a bit of trouble as um, – with his wife as she was always hearing about Renato <laughs> being all over the fucking place. He's like, no, I was at fucking training camp. I couldn't have possibly done those things. Yeah. Um, Kaiser uh, claimed that us older women would pay to fuck him because they, uh, how much he looked like Renato. Like he said, he gigoloed for oh cash. Oh my God. For yeah, for Dude. like older women, because they're like, you look like Renato, and he's like, okay, here sweet. I am, yeah, <laughs> sweet. It's really this is really uh, working out for him. Uh, yeah. So, and 
that's why I don't have a good ending for it because he just got kind of too old for it and stopped. What he didn't get in trouble? What? No way. He just damn. He, no, he didn't get in trouble. He he just stopped after a while. It, he just you know he's too old to be a soccer player anymore. That might he just he had a sixteen year career, flying all over the world, getting these quick little contracts, making the money. Didn't play, didn't do a lick of anything except for just smashing ass, smoking grass, and never once drinking alcohol. Really? Not kidding. He didn't drink. Yeah. He was raised by an alcoholic mother and he had an aversion to drinking. And I was like, that is the craziest part of the that, story yeah, to is- me that whole time. <laughs> Holy that shit. That is insane. That's actually. And that's true that one of the, uh, one of the teams that he got signed on was because of a friend uh, wanted to quit drinking. And he uh, offered to help him, and he was a cool dude, and he didn't drink. And they were like, sweet, I'll just hang out with you. We won't drink. And he, so he got him signed on the team. Wow. And he, so he himself says, all the teams that I went to celebrated twice, when I signed and when I left. Because <laughs> the thing is, most of the players know. You yeah, can't, and yeah, like, yeah. You can't. You can't hide it forever. You, you really could Especially for the especially people that are on, on the, the field. Especially you're on the team for five fucking yeah. years. Yeah. And... You know, but he was such a cool dude to hang out with, so nice and kind, and would just get all the bitches that everybody was like, ah, fuck yeah, it. You he, know, he was Fine. the uh, he was the personality hire. That's all it was. Plus, plus, getting into all those weird spots with like local crime bosses, like he would be in serious trouble if he got out of it. And so that no one true. wants to do that to the uh, homie. The you know, cool so guy, they're like, yeah. Ah, what? I mean, plus he's getting the boss laid. Like he might be. Dude, a, I mean, it's the cleanest con I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, he might be, be the, the. I was like, I think he's the first fraudster we covered that like got, got away, away scot with it free, and had a nice life. Yeah, and just yeah. lived his life. That's insane. I mean, and to fair, like, who's he really defrauding? That's like, true. Rich soccer team owners, like, okay, yeah. whatever. They don't, and they don't give a shit. And a big part of his success that he even says, he's like, they can't admit that they signed someone who doesn't know how to play soccer. <laughs> you know, so they, <laughs> that's uh... they just have to like let me go, and they can't like sell him as a team player. You know, like yeah, as an asset yeah, yeah. because other team because then you're saying that you sell like garbage yeah and uh you can't say that you hired someone who sucked ass at it so they're just like uh, get out of here you really had a good thing going you know yeah really dude i was like that man lived the golden age no one had anything mean to say about it except you know like people who were really serious about soccer yeah yeah he doesn't play soccer but whatever dude and it was like it was like the 80s where you could just do whatever you want and nobody would second guess you 80s in brazil which yeah is probably just a little more unhinged yeah. than worries to yeah at least that is so yeah that's, that's the story of fucking carlos kaiser he just lived a good life and everybody loved him Bro, my <laughs> hats off hats off to him i guess for for living his He's life like and getting away the with only it. victimless fraudster that we've ever had i wonder if we'll ever run into another one of those i don't think so I uh, mean, yeah, I think that's a fun search, you know, to see would be a good who's one. he really hurting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, mean, you could I, say it was Renato, but he didn't. He was like, yeah, he's cool. He's Renato me, didn't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, he's he, making me look cool. Renato, in the interviews, was like, you know, I, that guy's a nice guy. He's yeah. Fucking, who'd hate him? He's fun to hang out that's with. That's insane. The only thing is, the only thing is, I couldn't tell if he was getting laid pretending to be other people which oh. is weird yeah that is weird that's the that only is super weird but uh 
but I also don't think I don't think anybody at the time gave a shit on any side of any of it. I don't think anyone gave a fuck. You know, like if you're going to an orgy and you're like, oh, I thought I was fucking Renato and it was uh, Carlos, but a bunch of other soccer players. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're just there to fuck a bunch of soccer players. That's which, fine. Yeah, which is fine. Nothing wrong yeah, with live that. your life, baby. Yeah. Sounds amazing, yeah, to be like honest. Grand old sound, time. Yeah. Damn. Bunch of the most fit, athletic, you know, long distance runners yeah. that you can find. They've like, got the endurance, is what they've got. They've and they're got Brazilian, the so they yeah. dance all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. What a time Outrageous. to be alive. That's fu- that's- I was like, dude, I'm watching this. I was like, fuck. This sounds crazy. awesome. <laughs> it sounds, but. Also pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah. I would be kind of scared and about also, getting found out. Yeah, and having to pay people to hit you and hurt you. Getting fights. Yeah, getting fights. Shit, and shit. Yeah. How hey, how long was our was our like uh guns and pickaxes episode? It was like an hour and what? It was two hours and like fifteen minutes. Was it really? I thought it was like an hour fifty. Yeah. No, it was longer than two hours. Oh damn, this one's one. It was our longest. By far, yeah. Well, I mean, all right, this one's coming yeah. up on it, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't have any more. That's I don't the either. story. That's a good. That is a fucking bitching story. Uh, it's hilarious, and the documentary is pretty good. I, I, I can. Re- I, if you guys want to check it out, uh, you can rent it on Amazon Prime for two dollars, or you can steal it. Steal it, yeah. Either or, an option that is always available to you. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Well, we'll be back next week with some more stories for you. Yeah. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all those fun things. And, uh, we send will send us mail. Yeah. Too. Send us some mail. You we didn't, can... we didn't have any messages, uh, this week. Yeah. But, I didn't see anything uh, in the email. We're keeping either. an eye out. For yeah. It. So you can DM us on Instagram, snacks, packs podcast, or you can send us an email at snacks, packs, mail at gmail.com. Uh, We'll see you next week. Be safe, be kind to others, be kind to yourselves. Love you so much. Bye-bye.